Well, y'all, this one, <laughs> I committed to doing this topic before Disney decided to throw a wrench in our plans and launch their packages on May 31st, and they gave us all the information. So while I have great things to tell you, it has changed a little bit from my original outline, but if you wanna learn more about how to begin talking about these 2024 packages that are coming soon, keep listening and let's dig in. Welcome to the Social Takeoff Podcast, a podcast for travel professionals who are ready to use social media to help their business take off. I'm Kelly Hayes-Smith, your host. I'm travel agent turned social media marketer who now works with multiple seven-figure travel agencies to help them infuse strategy and create a target social plan. I'll be sharing all of the tips and tricks of the trade, as well as content ideas and trends that you should be using to help grow your travel business. Let's get started. Okay, y'all, let me, let me set the, set the, not the mood. Let me set the picture for you. I'm sitting in a conference, listening to vendors speak with about 1500 other travel professionals or people in the travel industry and people's phones start dinging. And I look around and all this flutter, you can see all the people fluttering around, around us. And I look at my phone and I have an email from DTA. Packages for Walt Disney World 2024 will release May 31st, and we have some exciting announcements to share with you. Four things, matter of fact, that we are going to do and change, and oh my gosh, what does that mean? So here we were in the middle of the conference. I'm rushing out to call my team to get them started on content for clients to get the announcement out there. But y'all, really, we're building a campaign now, and that's what I'm going to talk to you about. So historically, Disney has not released the next year's packages till mid-June. So I actually thought that sometime last week or this week, we would get the date it was going to be released, but I was expecting it to be after June 10th. So um, everything that I wanted to talk to you all about, content that I have been, that I have created and scheduled for this month um, and plans I had for my clients, it, it got thrown into a tailspin because um, they changed the dates on me, but it would not be Disney if they didn't do that. So we <laughs> jumped in and honestly, I feel like this cannot come at a better time for you all anyway when I'm talking about this because um, you may have been in the same boat I was because like I said, historically it was mid-June and so maybe you were caught off guard too and hopefully this can help you. So what do we do about talking about next year's package release. The first thing I want you to do is, so I, by now, if you sell Disney, you know this, so, but I'm going to do a little bit of a recap. Packages dropped May 31st, and there were three big announcements for the new packages, two of which we know, one of which we don't really know about. Um, the first one is after January 9th of 2024, you will no longer need 
park pass reservations on date-based tickets. That means those tickets that are booked inside of a package, and so you're gonna be there for seven nights, you know those tickets are valid for those seven nights, they no longer need a separate park pass reservation after January 9th going forward. Number two, the dining plan is coming back. And it does look different than it did when it went away. There are two options, quick service and the Disney dining plan. Quick service is one, two quick service meals and one snack per day and a refillable resort mug, which is different because it used to be one quick service, one table service, and two snacks. Now it's one snack. Um, we have not seen what that price looks like, so there's no real way to break that down tremendously, but we can work on that. Uh, we'll work, I will be working on that when, we, when that stuff gets released. Um, the Disney dining plan is one quick service, one table service, one snack, and one re refillable resort mug per person per night of stay. Um, and so, honestly, guys, there's a lot of people out there who wanted to wait until dining plans come back to either go to Disney for the first time or to go back. So I feel like the, the getting rid of park pass reservations is much more beneficial for the travel advisor or the Disney pro, someone who goes often, um, than it is for the Disney rookie or the, the once in a while Disney goer um, because it's really taking a level of responsibility um, and it, it is going to allow more freedom and, and more help to the travel advisor helping strategize a vacation. However, the dining plan is a pro for everyone. It is going to increase the need for, well, first off, it's an upsell, right? Like it's commissionable. At least I think it will be. It was when it went away. I don't guess we have heard that specifically. And if we have, please get in my DMs and tell me that. Um, but I don't remember seeing that specifically about whether or not it would be commissionable. But it was when it went away. I feel like because it's part of the package, it will absolutely be commissionable. Um, so that's an upsell essentially for your clients. It's more money in your pocket as a travel advisor and it makes their vacation much more inclusive, all more all inclusive. So they are able to, um, to do those things. However, it's going to, you know, dining reservations. What, in my opinion, what it does is it pays you for getting up and doing those dining reservations. Because if they have the Disney dining plan, you are going to want to um, be more service concierge level getting those dining plans for them or getting those dining reservations for them, which also means you're going to have to market what the Disney dining plan looks like as well as what um, restaurants and why that's something that they would want to choose. Um, so it's beneficial for both the travel advisor, more money in your pocket and the consumer more inclusive. And when it went away, again, we haven't seen numbers, but when it went away, it could save you money if you ate all of those table service meals. So there's going to be some new things to market in this 2024, um, 2024 package release. The other announcement that we got was that something will change about Genie Plus with resort, with Disney World packages, but we don't know what that is. And I, at Edge last week, I cornered a Disney exec and I said, okay, like you dropped a bomb in our lap yesterday. You released these, um, 
the, the dates, you release these announcements, we don't have a lot of details. We have a little bit about the dining plan, but what in the world is going on with Genie Plus? And they couldn't tell me. And I really got the impression that not only could they not tell me, they didn't know what it was. And so, unfortunately, we don't know what that's going to be yet. I mean, what is it, like two weeks away from package release, essentially, somewhere right in there? And we don't really know what that looks like. Um, so, I will record a bonus episode when we get that announcement um, <clears throat> to talk about bat marketing. But let's talk about what we can do with 2024 packages to market them also to not allow people to not not allow but not encourage people to move their trips from this year to next year because there's a dining plan or because there's this or because there's that how can we make sure that we continue to have our sales this year as well as getting interest for 2024. So the first thing is until you have a lot of, until you get into June, really be cautious about talking about how amazing the dining plan is coming back is. Because if you do have bookings and clients that are following you that are traveling this summer or that are traveling in the fall and maybe even Christmas, but really summer and fall, you want to be cautious about encouraging them to change their plans. So for travel agency owners, the fiscal year for Disney runs September to September. And so you really want to, to be careful in anything before September 30th traveling, because if you're trying to get those totals in to be earmarked status, um, or if you have a personal goal as an IC or a solopreneur agency um, that you want to make sure that you're hitting numbers, you really want to be cautious, especially for anything before September 30th. Um, and I had a conversation with this about the Universal, uh, with the Universal Director of Sales um, about Epic Universe on this exact thing that you have to, there's a fine line of marketing the new but also encouraging what's currently available so that you don't lose sales on this year because these numbers are important too. And so um, while I think that we do have to say this is coming back, this is what's happening for 2024, I would focus my marketing more on visiting Walt Disney World in 2024. And then when you get that interest list, so people, so let's say the first thing that I would do on marketing for 2024 is make sure that you have an email list set up both a wait list, so prior to launch, so do you, are you collecting emails for people to, um, to put their email down and collecting those things prior to May 31st, prior to the package launch day um, that you are going to be able to communicate with them, number one. Um, and number two, I would have emails set up in that email list that 2024 interest. So pre-package launch, but also afterwards, you could have a couple emails, two to three emails going out automatically in that funnel that explains to them what a, a Walt Disney World package includes. And until we have the genie, the pieces that I would talk about are the resorts, I would talk about ticket options, and I would talk about the dining plan. Um, those are the three things that I would speak to very first up front. But then once you have that list, 
you need to be communicating with those people on a regular basis. And I would do that in the way of a Facebook group. So an email list for 2024 interest and a Facebook group for 2024 interest are some really great ways. If you don't want to do a Facebook group, um, I talked about this the other day on my, in a close friends live. Um, I mean, I talked about close friends using close friends in my subscribers. I did a live for subscribers and I talked about this, but if you don't want to do a Facebook group and you're on Instagram more than Facebook, utilize the close friends feature on Instagram and use that for your 2024 list. So are you interested in visiting Disney in 2024? Get on my close friends list or join my Facebook group. Both if you feel like you have time, but honestly, I would be choosing one or the other and I would talk about those things there. And that is where I would really market the package options for next year. On my main profiles, it's not that I wouldn't talk about the fact that the dining plan's coming back or that I wouldn't talk about the fact that there's going to be updates to Genie Plus. I, but it would be more in a matter of fact way and how I will be helping you through that rather than, oh my gosh, it's going to be amazing. You should totally go then um, because you don't want to entice people to make a change out of their entire vacation away from that. So those are some of the ways. Now, what should you be doing on your main profile pages? Well, I would be talking about the pros of planning that vacation early. The, the, rather than harping on the dining plan, I would let you get through the, the rush of fall break bookings, which is about six months out. It's a little bit less than six months out now. Get through the rush of that before you begin really talking about heavy dining plan, what that's going to look like, what it means, why you should do it, and then whatever our Genie Plus announcement is. But I would be let let your bookings for the fall break subside and then begin that content. But 2024, you cannot go without speaking about it. So instead of focusing on all the pros of visiting next year, talk about the pros of booking early because you have really been working with these clients that are getting ready to travel in the summer, getting ready to travel in the fall, getting their trip just right. And you can speak to exactly how you have done that in, um, in your content. So three reasons why you should plan your trip early, right? That's an option. What are the overall things that haven't changed a lot from 2024 to 2023 that you can speak to so that you're not creating such a buzz about 2024 and all the new things that it makes the people who are already booked want to push their trip out, but you are creating a buzz for the people who know they want to visit in 2024. So marketing is a fine line. You have to be cautious. You don't want to hurt your sales for 2023 but you also want to make sure that you are generating sales for 2024. One more massive tip. This is going to be my, la my last tip of this episode, but my, one more massive tip is host some sort of 2024 event. If you can do it in person, boots on the ground, if you will, it is extremely helpful. My last year I sold travel. I booked a lot of travel on package launch day because I hosted a in-person event at my house with a drive-in movie. Um, I, we hung a sheet on the garage. We had a projector. We played a Disney movie. I had a table set up. We did microwave popcorn and sodas I got from Sam's. And um, we, I hosted a several people at my house and I, I booked a ton of packages that day from that event. I also have hosted things 
in mercantile stores um, in our in my town. I have hosted things at different venues where people can come in and talk. And I have this like event going on, whether it be crafts or something where people can come in and talk to me in person. Those work really well. That is still marketing. Like, don't forget that in-person marketing is also important. And then also a virtual event. Maybe it looks like a, a, a 2024 Disney interest night. That is something that you can market in that close, close friends list, in that Facebook group that you're creating and putting it the word out there to the email um, funnel that you have building. But let them know that you're going to talk all about it. What does it look like? What is a Walt Disney World package? What is the services that you provide? What does, what does planning with you look like? Go through the entire thing of what it looks like. And that's when I would really start owning in on those upsells, if you will. Why you should stay moderate or deluxe versus value. Why you should stay club level. Why, depending on your audience, and you have to know who your ideal client is, talk about memory maker, what that looks like, and market that to the people who are specifically interested. It's a targeted marketing event. When you do something like that, speak to those things before you start creating that content. So get that targeted marketing group for that first big push, and then you can create general marketing later. So do something when it first launches, whether it's a virtual event, a Facebook Live hosted in your group, an Instagram Live to close friends, whatever it looks like, do something that speaks to your targeted marketing audience. And also do not be upset or frustrated or, or whatever if you don't have 75 people in that group. It is okay if you have five or 10. Think about that. Those are, those are really hot leads and speak to them with value and give them the best you have and they'll tell more people. Okay. So that is, that is this episode. It is not exactly what I expected it to be because Disney threw a curveball to me last week. I am going to be recording a bonus episode. It will release tonight, um, about things that I learned at edge and a couple different vendors that I haven't talked a lot about and how to market them. So I will talk with you soon. Have a great rest of your Tuesday. Y'all have a good one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Social Takeoff Podcast. Make sure to leave us a review below and come find me on Instagram at Kelly Haysmith and let me know what you thought of this week's episode. Make sure to check back every Friday for a bonus episode, Five Things Friday, and every Tuesday for a brand new episode. We'll see you soon. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Social Takeoff Podcast. Make sure to leave us a review below and come find me on Instagram at Kelly Haysmith and let me know what you thought of this week's episode. Make sure to check back every Friday.